Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. It's so good to be with you today. As we're every day, you and I, we get together, we have a little bit of coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. And this year, 2023, Lord willing, we'll make it from Genesis to Leviticus. And today we are at a difficult passage. Um, a passage that we're actually going to come into contact with a few passages here that just showed the depravity of humanity and even after God's grace, the difficulty with sin. So I want to have some coffee. We'll pray and we'll get into God's word. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. Lord, you are our king and you are our God. And we pray that as we read this passage from your word, Father, we pray that it might pierce our hearts. Father, your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. So would you do the work of a surgeon this morning? Father, would you care for our souls and make us know and love you more? In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we're at Genesis chapter 9. Genesis chapter 9. Yesterday we finished off with God's covenant. And today we pick up with Noah. This is after the flood. And so here we go. Genesis chapter 9, beginning at verse 18. Now the sons of Noah who went out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. And and Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah. And from these the whole earth was populated. And Noah began to be a farmer, and he planted a vineyard. Then he drank of the wine and was drunk, and became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Jepheth took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders, and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah awoke from his wine, and knew what his younger son had done to him. Then he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, he shall be to his brethren. And he said, Blessed be Jehovah, the God of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Jepheth, and may he dwell in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood three hundred and fifty years. So all the days of Noah were nine hundred and fifty years, and he died. Well, we need to ask ourselves, A, what's this about? B, what's the best verse to summarize this? And C, what are we called to do in response to these words? Well, here we continue to see the story of depravity. And really, the Bible from Genesis chapter 3, 15 until Revelation is really about two stories going parallel. The continued depravity of man that started in the garden, right? that started this downward decline, as well as God's redemptive plan that despite us being sinners, he is gracious. And so here we find that depravity come to light. Here Noah has three sons, 
And each of those sons has a wife, eight souls in all, and God saved them by bringing them in the ark, showed mercy to them, covenant love to them. And Noah, when they get out of the ark, he becomes a farmer. <laughs> right? He, he moves out and he, he plants a vineyard. And what happens? Well, he gets drunk. This sounds, this sounds like great news, doesn't it? He gets sloppy drunk and, and he passes out naked. It sounds like a bad frat party and, and he's, he's naked. And his son, Ham, goes in and, and he sees, the text says, he sees his father's nakedness. And he goes out and he tells his brothers. Now, I'm going to just say here that uh, there are some different competing uh, interpretations of what's going on here. Um, at face value, it, this is voyeurism and a breaking of the fifth commandment. Right? Maybe Noah did something foolish, but he didn't deserve to have his sin broadcasted to his other sons. And there seems to be a pleasure that Ham is taking in having seen his father exposed in this state. Now, there are other interpretations. If you want to go read commentaries about uh, possible incestuous parts of this, I don't th- I'm not sure you can conclude that with certainty, but no matter what, we can see that now, after the flood, we see the first time drunkenness is mentioned in the scriptures, and we see a child a grown child who's dishonoring his father, breaking what would become the fifth commandment, making fun and sport of even a bad decision he is, his father might have made. And so Noah wakes up and he realizes what has happened to him. Right? He realizes that his younger son had abused him in this way broken his honor in this way. And, and so Noah curses, not him, but his sons, or his son Canaan. Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, he shall be to his brethren. He sees the sin of the father and he curses the son for it. And so he says to his other sons, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. And may God enlarge Jepheth, and may he dwell in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. So here, here we see that Shem is put up. He's the oldest son. He's, he's got the highest blessing, and Canaan's to be his servant. And then jumps over Ham, and he blesses Jepheth. And he says, Canaan is supposed to be his servant as Jepheth is blessed by Shem. And so Noah essentially here is disinheriting Ham. His children, so this is Noah's grandchildren, Canaan, is now cursed to be a servant, never to have a royal standing on his own. He's saying, may the Lord bless my oldest son and my youngest son, but my middle son who has dishonored me and done these things against me, may, they, may he receive no honor. Whereas Shem and Japheth, what they had done is they had put the cloak or the sheep between the two of them on their shoulders, walked backwards and honored their father 
by covering over his nakedness. Oh, what's this story about? Well, this is about life after the flood. <laughs> life after the flood. Noah becomes a farmer. The whole earth has been flooded. Notice if you want to argue for a localized flood, there's a problem here that God himself says the whole earth is flooded. So the whole earth is flooded, and Noah, we would expect after we had read chapter 9 that Noah was going to be a righteous man, that this was going to go great, the, the story was going to get better. <laughs> but it doesn't. Here we find in, the fir- in this first family after that Noah's drunk, his son is a peeping Tom, and it's his two other boys who receive the blessing. And we see a son who's disinherited and whose grandson is cursed. Noah has to live with this for hundreds of more years and then he dies. So all the earth is populated through Noah this way. Notice this is what 19 says. These these three were the sons of Noah and from these the whole earth was populated. Our way back dad was Adam. Come a couple generations forward. Now we're at Noah. And it's through one of these sons that we're going to find that all humanity looks to to find our ancestry. So this is monogenesis, right? We all came from one family. We just kind of need to be honest about this skeletons in our family closet because when we realize this is the type of sins that we have experienced that we deal with then we're able to look at humanity and go there's nothing new under the sun so A what is this about the depravity that finds itself still in the heart of man even after the fall what's the best verse to summarize this well, I think in my Bible, uh, I would underline verse 22 and 23. What would you underline in your Bible? What would you say is the best verse to summarize this section? Well, last see calling. What are we called to do? Well, one, I think we're called to be honest about our sins. There is none righteous, no, not one. <laughs> Right, We have to be honest that just like Noah failed, just like Ham failed, we are going to fail with sin because we are sinful people. We are ontologically sinners in our being because we are, we are connected to Adam. But also we must recognize that we ought to fight against sin, that There is a possibility to not sin, as we see Shem and Japheth do. Will we honor our parents? Will we avoid taking pleasure at the things that we know are not honoring to God? We cling to Christ because the ultimate part of the story is, see, God is the one who is going to give us rest. Noah's parents thought by naming him Noah, he would finally give them rest from the toil 
But our rest is only found in Jesus Christ. And so as we close the story out about Noah, the point is that it is God who is gracious beyond measure. It is God who is merciful beyond what we could ever imagine. His loving kindness never fails. And so as we are honest and we confess our sins, he is faithful and just because of Jesus Christ to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. When we are honest about the sinful desires in our heart and our breaking of even simple commands like honoring our parents, then we realize that there is forgiveness to be found in God alone and there is blessing to be found if we dwell in his tents. Let's pray. Father, we pray, acknowledging that sometimes we do foolish and sinful and just downright stupid things. Lord, would you forgive us for our sins? Would you make us more and more like you? Father, we thank you for sending us our rest, our true Noah, Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that you would please let us be honest about depravity, looking with sober faces at passages like this, and taking it as a warning for our own soul to pursue holiness. Please, Lord, do this work of your Holy Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, may the Lord bless you. May you walk in the joy and peace of Jesus Christ. May you be honest with him and marvel in his grace. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.